Ohio. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Die time. There is no tomorrow, Rock. Oh, there is no tomorrow. Fired up. They got to beat Iran today to advance no, to the uh, next uh, round. Uh, it's not Iran. It's Iran. Yeah. Okay, they they got to beat Iran today to advance to the next round of the uh, World Cup, and they're up one nothing at halftime. Christian Pulisic with a beautiful goal. He scores to put them up one nothing. They should be up two nothing. They got screwed on an offsides call. Horse hockey is what I say on that. It should have been two nothing USA. They got screwed, but at least they're up one nothing at halftime with forty five minutes to go. You're more fired up for a soccer game than you were for football over the weekend. Your favorite team played in the the NFL last night on Monday Night yeah. Football. Cavaliers yeah. get drilled last night up in Toronto, yeah. and all you yeah. care about is the World Cup? Soccer, baby. USA. Not tonight. Tonight, we're not going to okay. lose. How many teams this in this is, World Cup? How many teams? Uh, how many teams? There's uh, 32 yeah. teams oh, in the yeah, World okay. Cup. Oh, yeah, okay. Right. What? There you is. You There's 32 that. teams. I do know that. You do? There's groupings. They they use uh, groups of four. There's eight groups of four, 32. If you win, you advance, uh, and uh, you're into the next uh, round. And they would play the Netherlands on Saturday uh, if they do win today. If they you lose, something. they're out. You get knocked out of a tournament by Iran in any sport, you don't deserve to be there. All right. Well, they can't tie. Uh, and they can't lose. They have to win. If they tie, how about this? In soccer, if they tie, they lose today. So they cannot tie. They must win today. And they are up one nothing. Pulisic with a gutsy goal. Man, he scored, and the goalkeeper kicked him right in the mommy-daddy button. I mean, he was down for a while, man, and was out, and they were playing 11 on 10, and they survived that. Uh, and they're up one nothing, man. So I'm going to uh, keep an eye on you and an eye on the T mm. USA. USA, come mm -hmm. on, man! It's the World Cup. It uh, happens once every eight years I for the United couldn't States. Couldn't care less, Kenny. I really can't. I, I I didn't grow up with the sport. Don't know much about it. I'd like right. to see them win. We know that our best soccer team is our women's team. There's nothing wrong with that either. Now they're both being paid on the same level, and that's a right. good thing. Let them have their day. Forget about this no, thing this today. We need to finally catch up with the rest of the world in soccer. We rule in basketball. Why? We rule no, in no. football. We rule in no, baseball. No, no, It took us a while to get re-caught back up in basketball, and now we're back at yeah. the top, we think. Yeah, well, we think, yeah. So uh, how about this? Uh, more Americans tuned in to watch the U.S. World Cup team tie a heavily favored England team this past Friday than any other match in U.S. history. How about that, people? U.S.A. a lot. U.S.A. What do you mean? How many? How many tuned in? Uh, I, I didn't get the exact number. <laughs> 17 million viewers of the Ohio State-Michigan game on Saturday. Okay. I don't have the exact number. I'll look for this story. Um, I just uh, I took a get screenshot this. from Bloomberg Business Official. 42, or I believe either, either 42 or 43 million tuned in to the Dallas Cowboys-New York Giants game on Thanksgiving. Do you think half of those people tune into a World Cup game? I don't know. I'd I'm, say I'm no. I'm Googling it right now. How many people watched 
USA versus England. And we were heavy underdogs, and we tied 0-0. All right, uh, let's In see. In the U.S., Fox, numbers alone. Fox's broadcast of the World Cup stage match between the U.S. and England attracted, how many do you think? Yeah, since you don't think it's well, a lot. I'm, how saying, many do you think? I'm saying America only. Yes. You ready? Yeah. 15.4 million people watched that game. Right. So, so on the world stage, yes. the Ohio State-Michigan game out-watched, out-viewed the World Cup games. Absolutely. Football is going to do that. Mm-hmm. Now, come on. Our football is going to do that. Our football, which is throwing, tackling, kicking, uh, scoring touchdowns, our football to us is what soccer is to the rest of the world. The fact that the United States had that many people even give a damn about it when, like you said, the women are better than the men, mm. you know, maybe maybe they're, they're finally starting to turn the corner a little mm. bit in men's soccer. 330-450-1480, yeah, are you watching the soccer this. match? Yeah. Is there anybody out there listening or uh, on their way home, they want to get home so they can catch the second half to see if the United States uh, wins? The- Again, they cannot tie, they cannot lose. They must win in order to advance to the next round. Edge of my you're, seat. I'm on the edge of my seat. I do. This is a big deal, man. Four years ago, they didn't even make it to the World Cup. Yeah. So here they are in the World Cup for the first time in eight years, right? Yep. And they have a chance to advance to the next round uh, of the World Cup. So we'll, we'll, yeah. it's a big deal today, I, man. I'd rather watch NASCAR. No. <laughs> I would rather watch Cole Custer come in wow. 23rd. Really? Yep. You'd rather oh, you watch cars turn left. You'd rather watch cars turn Much left. Much more drama. Didn't oh, you remember man. the guy that drove up the whole side of the racetrack on the wall? <laughs> you don't see this in a World Cup game. You see a guy kick, kicked in the, in the family jewels. That's a yeah. lot of fun. In the family jewels? I'm not watching it. <laughs> yeah, well, I, hey, I'm right. The boss is. I bet, is he in his office right now? Uh-uh. He's talking to huh? Dale about something. Uh-oh. Yeah, you know why he's talking to Dale? It's halftime. That's why That's he right. won't be talking to yep. him if it's not halftime. Oh, Soccer. boy, this big big day, man. Sock USA. USA. Mm. I bet Kurt Russell's there giving him a halftime nope. pep talk right now. I bet uh, Reno Hightower is Kurt in there. Kurt Russell Brooks. would never, <laughs> ever be in a soccer movie. Oh, yes, he would. If there was an iconic role to play a Billy, coach, you know he would be in it. Billy, bring me the uh, phone over here so I can answer it. Oh, here we go. Him, All right. Him, we, got team. we got people that went, USA, USA, USA. Yeah. See, Christian how you're, see how you're whispering when you do that? That tells yes. me you're not that involved. Because if you really liked it, you'd be shouting. Denny in I the Hall it. of Fame City, what's up? USA, USA. Oh, please. I didn't understand Everybody's what he watching said. but you. I didn't understand. Well, me, uh, hold on a second. I understood about as much as you said as, a, as I do about the game of soccer. Okay. <laughs> now, now relax. Thanks. Now relax and say it like a human being. What did you just say? Okay. Yeah. USA, USA. It's comparable to the 1980 hockey, okay? Which we didn't know yep. anything about hockey in Northeast Ohio back then, but go ahead. No, but I remember watching and watching. <laughs> now... Because I'm on my way home to watch the second half because it's second half right now. It's a big thing. It is a big deal, man. It's so big that we can't name five of the starters. Now, Kenny probably can. He's been watching this. I know nothing. 
Is there a kid from Akron U on this team? No. Okay. It's just USA. I support my Oh, country. okay. All right. They, they, they carry the red, white, and blue. Okay. All right. Got a lot of other people's hearts. All right. Well, that's fine. Pulisic is the biggest name player on the team, okay? He plays in the Premier League for Chelsea. Uh, he's seasoned very well. Where is that uh, Chelsea? Having played where, is, where is that matches. Chelsea? That's London. That's in London. Um, so he plays on a team in London, but he's representing Team USA. Yeah, because that's the best league to play in when mm. the World Cup isn't happening because the World Cup only happens so once every four years. it's such a big sport. We don't have a big Premier League here yet? No, not in the United States, mm. no. We're not that good. That's why this is a big deal. If they can win in advance to the next round of the World Cup. Hold on. If we can play football overseas and in Germany and Mexico, how come we can't have a good soccer team? Well, we do. We have our own league, which is a, a, a step one or two down from the Premier League, right? You've got the uh, major soccer league. And so some of the players from the Premier League play in that. Mm. Okay? They come over here and play in the, it. It's... You really have to follow soccer okay, let me ask you a so question. many different tournaments, so many different leagues. The league we have, we've got a team in Columbus, a Columbus crew, right? Yes. Could yeah. we take an all-star team from whatever that division is, whatever that league is, and win this World Cup? Hell no, not okay, even close. Yeah, no, not so it's even not close. like the NBA. We can't take our best players professionally and go win a world tournament. No, we're, right, not, well, we're not that, that good. Yeah, well, we have. We have sucked at soccer. We've never won the World Cup. Never. In the history of the World Cup, I think the United States has advanced to the final four one time. That was it. So that's why this is such a big deal after not being there four years ago. Okay. Uh, you know, today they got to win to move okay. on to the next round, and then anything can happen. Is there a way we sneak into this thing and win this tournament the way the Russians did back in the 70s when they beat uh, Team America basketball? Here's what I will say. They tied England 0-0, and England is supposed to be one of the best teams. Okay, so they were even for one 90-minute match on the pitch. They were even with England. Now, can they play with uh, Neymar in Brazil? Probably not. Christian Ronaldo in Portugal? Probably not. But you never know. Get there and see what happens. Somebody goes down with an injury. You, uh, you know, their key player, you never know. And it takes one goal. Okay. That's the crazy thing about it. One goal can win you a okay. game in advance. One goal can win you. And thanks for the call, Danny. One goal can win you a game in soccer. But yeah. people think baseball is boring. Go figure. Uh, that's just it. Um, soccer, it is more of a chess game than uh, anything. It's uh, matching up your, like, in football, you have a 4-3 defense or a 3-4 defense, or some teams play a 3-3-5 three, three, now with, uh, you know, the passing attack. Same thing in soccer. You've got to adjust, uh, you know, your style based on the players that you have. Are you an attacking team? Uh, are you a reacting team where you stay back uh, and then take your chances uh, periodically throughout the game uh, and, and park the bus in front of the goal so they don't score? All that kind of thing. Yeah, it, it took me a while to appreciate it. Uh, when Cameron was, uh, you know, a, a youngin, he played but really wasn't into it, so he played basketball and he played baseball on the travel teams, okay? Um, now it's his favorite sport. He plays in a 30-and-over league in Portugal. He loves it, so uh, when your kid gets involved in something, as a parent, you get involved in something. Mm. So he's taught me about the game of soccer, and I've learned to appreciate um, the game mm. and how it's played and even though it's low scoring, what to look for as far as, uh, you know, 
technical moves, X's and O's, yeah. uh, corner kicks, penalty kicks, uh, offsides, all that stuff. Speaking of low scoring, Cavaliers yes. only shot 38% last night <laughs> and lose 188 in Toronto. And it Ooh. shows you that this team, when they're not healthy, is going to have struggles. Yes. They, they were 7 of 38 from three-point range last night. 7 18, of 38. 18% from three. 38% yeah. from the field. You ain't going to win too many games when you shoot that poorly. But yet, the silver lining is this. What? They held Toronto to 100 points. They did defensively, so that's not bad. Here, here's the thing. That's two losses now to Toronto, right? Toronto gets physical with us. If you saw the Milwaukee game when mm-hmm. they got outscored like 88-2 to two in the third quarter the other night, what did Milwaukee do? They turned up the physicality. Yeah. What does Toronto do against us? They turn up the physicality. Right. Think about it. Those two teams have won championships. Yes, not all the same players are there, but they have the championship DNA from their coaches to some of the players that are still with the team that were on those championship teams. And so that's where the Cavaliers like We're too much of a finesse. We're Ohio State well, yeah, but when it comes problem, to the Cavaliers. Kenny. You're right. You're right. But I'd like to see my chances if we were healthy. No Lamar Stevens. No Jared Allen. No Kevin Love. Dylan Windler, is this kid ever going to get healthy? Yeah. I, I'm not even considering him a member of the team. I just, you know Probably what, he's never he played. played yet. He's, yeah, he's never contributed. So, Jared Allen, yeah, that's a huge miss. And they got, who was it? Did Sia- I think P- Pascal Siakam yes. missed a few games. He came back last mm-hmm. night. So, you're on the road. You've played, here's the thing. You've played the Bucks twice in their building. You've played Toronto twice already where? In their building. Okay, let's see mm-hmm. what happens when Milwaukee comes to Cleveland and the Cavs maybe are yeah. a little bit healthy. And when Toronto comes to Cleveland. You got Karis LeVert back again last night. He gives you about 28, 29 minutes and only scores eight points. In my opinion, that's the problem right now because we don't have anybody to really pick up the slack when Jarrett Allen is out. Now, I'm not expecting a point guard slash forward to pick up the slack from Jarrett Allen not being in the game. But I need more production, and we need that wing player. Dean Wade coming back hasn't caught his stride yet. Would the Cavaliers be willing to make a move to help fortify this roster? Because when they've got the starters on the floor, they look fantastic when they're healthy. But I think the problem is they don't have enough depth yet. But yet, the NFL po- or NBA power rankings came out yeah. today. Believe okay. it or not, Cavaliers at number four. Really? They have Unreal, yes. Wow. Okay, well, I'm looking at their record at 13-8. and eight. We're going to talk to Tim Alcorn, the radio voice, coming up at 3.30, JT. 13-8 and eight is good for the one, two, third best record in the East. Mm-hmm. And 13-8 and eight is good for the third, sixth best record overall in the entire NBA. So even through these injuries and no Ricky Rubio yet and guys in and out of the lineup, um, you know, they're, they're doing okay. Through the, we're at the quarter mark. 21 games into the season, they're 13-8, and eight, which is number three in the East. So um, uh, I'm happy with where they're at from what I've seen. Donovan Mitchell, eight points last. You're not going to win many games when Donovan Mitchell, if he plays the entire game, only scores eight points. Mm. You need him to get the 25-30 to 30 every night if you're going to have a chance to win. But again... They get physical with DG, with Donovan Mitchell, the smaller backcourt. Yeah. That's where, um, you know, they have to make adjustments well, and learn how to play with the it. The teams ahead of the Cavaliers are the Celtics, Bucks, and Suns. Now, we faced Boston twice, beat them both times in overtime. That's yeah. not to say that you're better than that team, 
but you right. were able to beat them twice. But on the same instance, you lost to Milwaukee twice. You lost to Toronto twice. So you're beating up the bums, and you're struggling yep. with the good teams, even in two victories that took overtime to win. So we need a little bit more of a boost here. I don't know where it's going to come from. Maybe Tim Alcorn will have the answer for us. Yeah, we'll talk to Tootsie coming up here uh, at the bottom of the hour. But um, I I like where they're at. Rubio's going to be a nice boost probably January, February, somewhere in there. I'm not expecting him back anytime uh, sooner than that because they're not going to bring him back until he's ready. So who does pick up the slack? You know what? Every time they get one guy back, they lose somebody else, right? You get, uh, you know, uh, Lamar Stevens in the starting lineup playing well, and then uh, you lose Dean Wade. Then you get Dean Wade back, and then Lamar Stevens is out. Now, some guys were sick, I know that, uh, and uh, we'll find out which guys those were that had the illness. Um, Allen's got a hip or a back issue that he's dealing with. Um, And and like uh, you mentioned, um, uh, what's what's the kid that's never played? Dylan anything? Yeah, I'm not even, you know, counting on anything from him this year. Just, I mean, he's never going to play when it matters, so I, I don't even consider him a part. Karis LeVert is the guy that needs to pick up his game. Karis LeVert needs to pick his game up because um, that's turning out to look like a bad trade because, oh, well, last year he was hurt. We really didn't get to see what he is. Well, he hadn't done much this year either, and One it's game. 21 games into the season, right? One game he goes off for 41. I'd yeah. like to see him maybe be part of a, a trade deal, and you go out maybe. and you look for that forward somewhere. Maybe you package him in there because he's in the final year, I think, of his contract. Lot, right? So it's only a one-year deal now, yes. The thing is with Karis LeVert, you look to see you're not going to probably sign him for a future deal anyway. No. And maybe make some type of a deal to see what you can get in return. And then why wait till the trade deadline if you need to move him? Because the problem with Karis LeVert, as I see it right now, is the fact that it took Darius Garland a couple of games to get familiar with playing alongside of Donovan Mitchell. Right. And it seems as though those two are on the same page now. I don't think you can say the same with Karis LeVert. Karis LeVert is still trying to figure out his way on this team and figure out what his exact role is going to be. Use him as a starter? Is he going to come off the bench? Either way, he doesn't look like he's that comfortable yet. As somebody told me, there was a reason he's been with a couple of teams. Okay? So... Um, he's one of those guys, JT, where you hate to say it sometimes, but he's a good guy on a bad team that scores the Mm -hmm. points, right? But when you put him on a good team and the pressure's on, he's had one good game this year, right? Yeah. It was that you mentioned it. I'm looking at his uh, game logs right now. He, okay. I give, I'll give him two games. He had 41. He had 41 against Boston and he had 21 in a loss against Sacramento. Other than that, he's been average and inconsistent at best. He had one point against the Knicks. So, you know what? I mean, they, when you watch these games, it's very obvious that yeah. certain individuals like Lamar Stevens and at times Isaac Okoro and uh, probably Karis LeVert, when they get the ball, they don't have the confidence to take the shot because they know ball-dominant players like Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland – sometimes Evan Mobley and Jared Allen need the ball as well, they're not confident enough to make their own shot. Well, here, here's what, what I know about the two guys you just mentioned. Um, Karis Levert is shooting 35% from the field. Isaac Okoro is shooting 37% from the field. So um, I'm, I'm going to start calling him Isaac Coro. no offense. Yeah, but look so how many times 
You need to look how many times they pass up open shots. They don't have any confidence, Kenny. And you know Okoro doesn't have any confidence. And you hear every night that he and uh, Lamar Stevens are the first two guys at the gym practicing that corner three. If Isaac Okoro could knock down that corner three, you'd sing a different tune about this kid. If he could shoot 44%, would you say he was at 30 what? 35 or 37 could you imagine if he shot 44 percent it could knock down that corner three but he can't and he never will and they told us when they drafted him we think we can uh help him be a better shooter well i'm still waiting for that uh 29 last year from three-point range 35 percent um i'm sorry 29 percent two years ago 35 percent last year and you ready for this year he's shooting 18 percent from three-point yeah, range terrible. isaac okoro mm. Uh, it's it's awful, and he started four games. He's played in all twenty-one, and he's just uh, they missed right. They hit on Darius Garland when they drafted him. They missed on Isaac Okoro again. You take a chance, you roll the dice. They thought they were smarter than everybody else. Everybody had him projected in the teens, and, and they took him what fifth overall, I think it was. Um, so you know what? Sometimes you hit, sometimes you miss. They missed. Here's what he needs to do. He needs to accept his role as a defensive player, and he will be, have mi- limited minutes, and late in the first half, late in the game, when they got to go offense to defense, defense to offense, that's when he'll play, because all he well, can do right now is dunk the basketball. That's maybe it. then you make him someone else's project, and when you put together a trade deal, and a package comes together, which it will, you try to package together Isaac Okoro and Karis yep. Levert, and go try to find someone. Sure. Maybe somebody is willing to take a shot on him because he's only uh, in the league three years now, right? He's young. Okoro is 21 years old. He'll be 22 in January. So he's still a young player. Maybe somebody else thinks, hey, we can fix him. We can make him better. Great. Let them have him. And like you said, with Karis LeVert having a year left on his contract, that's a tradable asset, right? Tradable contract there. Now, the question is, what are you going to get for him? And you need, in my opinion, you need that, bench scorer that can knock down the three if you're going to get rid of those two guys you're gonna yeah you're gonna lose some defense because okoro while he's not a uh first second or third team all defender he's still better than most of the guards they have defensively so you know we'll see but through 21 games 13 and 8 i'll take that And now let's see what happens in the second quarter of the season with the Cavaliers. And we're going to talk more about it next with Tim Elkhorn, the radio voice of the Cavaliers. And we'll keep you posted on the United States soccer team. Let's see here, JT. I'm looking at, uh, let's see, uh, 59. We're almost at 60 minutes. USA won. Iran, nothing. United States has to win to advance. A tie or a loss, they are done. We'll keep you posted throughout the show. But talking Cavs next on the Kenny and JT Show.